Hey there, this is Twenties Convos with Wale and Toby, a conversation between two age-old friends about life. And if I get serious to somebody, it's physically important for me to, to be like guys who have like three, four babes. For it to, to manipulate and deceptive, you're, you're putting in work, my guy, you're putting in work. The world. Like as when you're growing up, like the way your parents teach you to see yourself and to treat yourself and to be with yourself. Like for me, that is the start point of body positivity. And everything in between. For example, like spanking the towel. I'm totally against it. I'm like, I didn't get spanked. I turned out okay. But then it turns around and then it goes, Did you ever get away? On final episode of this amazing year 2020, Wally and I sat down to talk about 2020. Um, Obviously, it's been a very intense kind of year, um, but Wally and I sat down to review our thoughts about it, um, lessons we've learned, you know, things that stood out for us, and just what we're looking out for in 2021. It's a pretty chill episode. Uh, we hope you grab some insights, as always, from it, but catch you at the end of it, and you know what? Merry Christmas. This is our last episode for the year. Um, quite interesting 2020 has been like the word that has been used a lot about this year is unprecedented and honestly if i hear that word one more time i'm going to really like knock <laughs> knock a scrolling or something i got tired of the word as as early as june yeah yeah in the, in the, in the emails exactly in emails and uh, just yes, mate. in the news yeah it's unprecedented yeah. <laughs> it's like, i hear yeah. that um but, but but funny enough, I think, you know, if, if you pay attention to news cycles and things like that, even before COVID, I think the news has always been this thing that since 24 hours news became a thing, it's never about something new popping up every time. It's just about repeating the same things. And so when you put that in the context of COVID, like, honestly, it got pretty tired pretty fast. And the fact that everybody was at home and having nothing to consume but media and news, like, obviously, that was just a recipe for for stress, which is one of my arguments for why people just like after summer, they were like, you know what? We tried. Like, <laughs> honestly, if anybody told me that, you know, for three months, people are actually going to like hunker down at home and streets would be empty all across the world, like leagues, football, sports, everything just dies for three months. I, and I sound weird, but honestly, I think as a, as a race in that sense, we tried because <laughs> for a generation that is always on the move for everything to quiet down the way it did, at least for those three months, I, did, I think it did make a big impact. Obviously now things are like going in the opposite direction in some places, but um i guess we'll speak about that at some point but let me hear from you um what were expectations coming into 2020 like you know are you the kind of person that sits down to review 2019 or the year before and go into a year with you know plans and stuff like that and then you know what were expectations generally i think one thing i said was a couple of things i said i remember well to answer your first question i don't typically make resolutions yeah i'm not sure if that's good or bad i wonder if i'll regret in 10 years <laughs> But anyway, I don't typically make resolutions. Um, what I try and do is pretty much look at simple parts of my life, the basic parts, and see what I can open up to in terms of improvement. Mm. The very basic parts. So when I say basic, I mean either my work ethic, my love life, mm. my family. Yeah, the primary just or my Or my health, right? Yeah. So the very, very basic. I don't go beyond those four things because I don't... And one, one thing that I also don't do is I, I I tend not to wait. So if if I'm feeling like if I'm feeling terrible today on on my couch because I feel like my belly is looking beyond what I want my belly to look like, mm. I don't think I'll wait till January first for bro, bro. make make some impact, right? Yeah. I would my guilt to probably force me off the couch the next the day. day. Maybe not maybe maybe another day, but the next day, right? Yeah. Um, but coming into this year, 2020, I just thought. Okay, this was the year I'll do more traveling. Because mm, 
the first years of my program were pretty tight, pretty rough. And I think 2019 ending was the first time I felt like I had control of my of my research. So mm. I said, you know what, I'm going to then do some traveling this year. Mm. Obviously, that went, obviously, that went to shit. And <laughs> pretty quickly. And what else? I think I also said, yeah, I'll be. I want to be more open as well to women as well in terms of stopping mm. my typical life of um, um, here and there to women. Yeah. Um, and that that was more of a learning process for me as opposed to me trying to find someone to settle down with. It was more of saying, okay, let me just open up my eyes now, and just yeah. see what's out there, mm. and not just say, you know, bye to everyone. Um, so that that was that, mm. and. Health-wise as well, I, I actually want to do more, again, get pushed more into my gym schedule um, this year because, again, I felt I was more in control of my work. So yeah. I had more time for my gym. But again, out, out in the open, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. 2020. So in a way, it was good because I didn't have um, expectations that were quite heavy or quite... There's opportunities that were lost. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I guess... I try to find or transfer that to other things. Okay. Some of, some of, some of that transfer came about but naturally. Some of it was intentional. So, but naturally was the podcast, how the podcast began. That was mm-hmm. natural transfer. We never thought about starting this podcast in January, February. Yeah. Some of the other things that were um, deliberate were probably things about still health and fitness, trying to do things even though there was just no gym. So yeah, yeah. that's my end, bro. Interesting. So um, we share a couple of similarities in the sense that I don't make New Year's resolutions list. And one of the reasons why is kind of like what you stated as well. Like if you want to do something, you don't need January to come around to do it. And particularly with me, I I don't really count years. Like I don't know how to explain it. I'll try my best. But what I count are days and seasons, right? So there's a season of life that I'm in. It doesn't necessarily align with every new year. I know for some people it does, but for me it's never really aligned with a new year. So it's like I'm in a season. Maybe it's a season of you know school or a season of a certain kind of growth or a season of you know NYSE or a new job or things like that. And so like I build my life around seasons, not really new years. And so what I do do you know, in terms of like the end of the year and new year thing is a review. Last year was the year that I actually <clears throat> sat down. Man said a review. <laughs> your, <laughs> yeah. life, your life, your life, your life. Life review. Impression. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, time has passed, sit down because reflection is something that I think is a practice you should keep up every day for people that yeah. journal and stuff like that. Yeah. But like just to do a big one and more like to write it down because I realized that sometimes I write some things and then I go back and I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, who is this person that actually wrote this? Because, you know, either it's very profound or it's just very different. And and so for me, I think I, I did a 2019 review and it was pretty extensive. Like it covered a bunch of different categories from what I was grateful for to the opportunities that I made use of or the opportunities I lost, what I wanted to change, um, what I thought I could handle better, the people that were closest to me that I was, you know, that were influencing me, like what were the five biggest influences or, you know, what were the people that I was influencing? How did I spend my money? So I just did and wrote sort of like quick summaries about all of them. And today was the first day I looked at it in like 12 months. And yeah, like, I don't think I entered 20, my, in terms of answering the question that I asked you of expectations, I didn't enter 2020 with any, like, like you said, big expectations. I knew I would probably be transitioning between seasons um, because I think I was getting not tired, but I felt like I'd reached the peak at where I was in terms of my job. So I definitely felt that there was going to be like, you know, a push into something big, probably very early in the year, but I wasn't too sure about that. Um, And then just in terms of like personal life. So 2019 was 
the year of me like i'll say quote unquote licking wounds off of a broken relationship so um towards that second half of 2019 i think i had balanced myself a bit and then you know 2020 was supposed to be the year where i started to just you know express myself and you know stop being that other person that was stuck in that mindset um and yeah and then covid happened basically are your are are wounds healed now um yeah obviously scars probably still exist but looking back at who i was in 2019 at the start like definitely a big change um and this is not even a thing of oh i'm now over this person and i'm I'm this person that's going around but it's just an understanding of what that season was and being able to take you know positives from it in that sense so yeah um yeah so basically so again that was kind of like how i looked at 2020 and then like COVID happened basically. But it's funny because COVID was already like in and around, right? In towards December. Because I remember when I was traveling, because it, it started. In, yeah, but, yeah, but we never actually deep that. It would yeah. Be, um, but funny enough, when I was a, traveling. A global pandemic. Yeah. But when I traveled in in February to Nairobi, the last trip I made <laughs> this year, um, I know, you know, I bought sanitizers, I bought hand wipes, like, because it was already sort of like a thing, particularly if you're yeah. like, crossing borders yeah. in that sense, right? Um, but like you said, it wasn't something we expected to to, to hit home. Yeah. No, even even from Feb, I think we're already getting the vibes of, you know, oh shit, something's happening. Something is happening. Um, yeah. yeah. But, I know, but I know from December, because it was on the news in December, right? Mm-hmm. In the news on my TV anyway, and here. And uh, I knew from December, I was like, okay, what's going on? But, you know, the same way there was that Zika virus in um, South America. So we always thought we'll be contained in that area and you know the our space is our space. Hmm. But obviously, once 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 I saw the news of oh, there's a case in Europe, as yeah, I was like, yep. Yeah. And actually, that's one thing that I actually did was um I I put up my plans, financial plans, mm-hmm. budgets on hold at that point. Cause I know as early as January, like like when I when the first case was in Europe or some somewhere in the West. Yeah, I put up my. I said, okay, yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. I think, I think, I think that's, that's one of the wisest foresight decisions I've made in my adult life. Not be, mm. and, and not because it was a big deal, just because that was the first time I realized that something so uncertain might be coming. But I just gave some future proof thinking as early as January. I'd say, okay, let me just see how this goes. Yeah, right, because nobody. And at that point, it wasn't even the UK yet. It wasn't even, it wasn't even thought of as a global pandemic here at that point. So. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Yeah, I think I, I think I also have a journal. Actually, I used, I used to journal because I know you mentioned reflection. I used to journal in twenty eighteen, but I stopped. I wonder why I stopped. Hmm. I was reading my journal um um sometime last year, last year December. <laughs> I, was, I was just I was just cracked. Like exactly, it's funny how, it's funny how past self could make me laugh right mm. now. I was mm. laughing at what, what I was saying. I was like, yeah. dude, yeah, 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 funny guy. Hats up to you. <laughs> Jokes, jokes, jokes. Um, but yeah, like it was just funny because, like, yeah. a lot of my journal back then was my journal, my journal back then, 2018, was pretty much mostly about either work or women in there, to be honest, because <laughs> that was that. that was that was like that was the year where I finished my MSc and then was had that break for my PhD. So mm. and my PhD started, and I was just a bit fresh. I was not really worked up, worked up, worked up. So I was just open about everywhere. Mm. Fair. So I had a lot of stuff in there about, you know, work, um, travel, women and stuff. And it's just, I just, I just, I just look at it, just laugh. Yeah. I just funny how so many, so many names you have, you had in there, just no more in your life. No more, bro, bro. Like before we jump into what I feel might be the meat of the matter is how, which is why I think journaling is good or actually just writing some stuff down 
um because a lot of people do this thing where they go through a review in their head and just you know count their blessings and opportunities but i think writing things down because of how much of a person you're going to change throughout your 20s having something to look back to and see not to see that oh this thing i said i wanted to do i didn't do it but to see how your priorities and goals and views in life can change because again like you said when i look at my old reviews what that just lets me know is that like bro some things that you were holding to your chest like really tightly they absolutely don't mean that much and that just means that you need to there are core things that you definitely need to hold to heart right and choose those things as your foundation and the rest of it are just pieces that you can move around based on both external and internal sort of like you know signals and stuff like that i think looking at my yeah yeah go on go on yeah so so i was saying looking at my review today i think that was the biggest lesson i learned because um although yes i didn't really hold myself to like certain strict goals and stuff but i'm just looking at some of the things i said um and just the person that i am now and it just feels like growth has happened but also honestly writing stuff down i say you want to do it even if you never look back at it or remember that you said you wanted to do it sometimes you might end up doing it subconsciously because you've set that thing right one of the things i said i wanted to do this year was to um give a lot more in a certain direction right just you know help anyone else like just be more responsive to people that reached out to me like i wanted to do a bit more on that front but i never made any like concrete steps per se but i know when the first opportunity to do something like that popped up i think i just remember that oh wait i think i said something like this or i just i was just more open to it so i think that's what setting goals kind of does is that if you go through the thinking process of doing it by the time the opportunity presents yourself you're not now rationalizing if it's worth it because you already kind of like did that thought process you know prior just that's a, a quick side note. But you're and, and, and I also believe in the serendipity a lot. I believe mm-hmm. that sometimes you find once you want to find something. Yeah. Once your mind truly wants to find something mm-hmm. and your mind is open to finding it. Even if you don't know where it is, it might it's probably it might fall in your lap or you find a way to get there. Mm-hmm. I just I just believe serendipity, we just fall into things sometimes. But I was gonna say earlier that sometimes because you spoke about um writing down to have to be sure about your priorities and your goals and what's good and what's bad etc mm. sometimes when you write when you do things you think you think like sometimes your present states you think that your present priorities are actually priorities mm. that you have to put your life into mm. and that's fine yeah there's people you meet that you feel like this person is coming to my life at the right time mm. you know i have to give this person 100 energy mm. um and that is it mm. and then you look back on your journal and you're like Bro, what was I thinking, man? Am I stupid? <laughs> yeah. You know, what was going on? You know, and then that happens. But again, you can't always predict because you, your, your present self is just doing what it can do for the future self. But your future self then look back and say, well, whoops, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, that wasn't going to happen. Am I, yeah. am I crossing it out today? My no, this is, this, this is the first one. You said shit earlier, but this is the first one, which I have to blip on purpose. But uh, anyway. Uh. Let's dive into what has actually been on my mind a lot. And it's this thought that obviously a big, massive, global influencing event has happened this year. And I've been seeing a lot of vibes online where people are like, you know what? The fact that we made it to the end of 2020 is, you know, is a big deal, which honestly it is. But it always comes with this weird vibe, or maybe it's just me looking at it, but that, you know, it's fine not to chase anything and it's fine that you didn't chase anything which yes obviously you can't live your life chasing stuff but it just feels like this place of you know what life happened and there was nothing i could do about it hopefully 2021 will be better 
Um, and it comes with this vibe of, you know, COVID-19 was really packed, packaged around 2020. And so that can be an excuse. And so, you know, in 2021, I can push forward. But for me, it doesn't just like every time I've seen that tweet, it doesn't come with that strong conviction that, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. I'm not shaping this up pretty well. Uh, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, spot on. Um, I think there's two things. One, one of it screams, one of it screams um, participation medals a lot. Mm. In the, in the sense of um, you play the sports, there are no losers. Everyone gets a medal. Now you might, might say, "Well, what's what's what you're talking about?" Mm-hmm. So the same way, the same idea where you think you know um, a kid who plays a sports, football, whatever, kids should always get medals even if they lose, right? Mm-hmm. That reflects the same thing. Now I'm not saying that we should think of the year that has been trouble and has been crazy, as difficult to handle as a year where. We should have all succeeded regardless. Of course yeah. not. Yeah. When anyone does SWOT analysis, there's opportunities and threats in there, things you can control, right? Mm-hmm. Same with this, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you can't you can't blame the organization or the company for things that they can't control. Yeah. But the but comes in like what you said, the but comes in here. If 2020 has happened, right? It's been this year of crazy ass stunts of COVID. And you, you say one thing, you say, well, next year we'll kick off again. Well, you don't know what's gonna happen next year. Mm. Next year could be terribly worse than this year. Mm. Next year could be could be times two than this year, right? I can't even cross right right now, but yeah. you get what I'm trying to say. It could yeah. be times two than this year. God knows what it's gonna do. These people are doing up there. <laughs> so so that is one thing. Mm. Secondly, is the fact that there's a thin line between saying you know it's okay, it's okay to not be okay, which is good, which is mm. which I agree with, mm. right? But it's okay to to not be okay. And strive to be okay with not okay. wanting to be more than okay. Mm, mm, mm. Being comfortable in okay, basically. No, not 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 comfort, but not wanting to be more than okay. Mm. Right. So you're being okay with not being okay, but you're also being okay with not wanting to be more than okay. Mm. Okay. Right. And yeah. and and that means that if even if okay is not even if okay is comfortable, not comfortable, you should always have a desire to be better whatever it is yeah whatever it is you're doing whatever it is right and that's that is what this kind of adversity of 2020 would demand from you mm. right that even when you are down in the shackles and, and you're healing from your wounds you lost your job whatever you have to then put in times too i don't think th- and i don't think the year that is brutal will tell you that mates, you know, <laughs> I didn't um, you know, it's it. it's been it's been a tough year. Yeah. You know, let me put your part, let, let me pat you on the back. It's not gonna happen. And it's funny, it's funny that it's funny that this last episode of 2020, because I remember the first episode we did of 20s convos, the first episode. Yeah, yeah. I said, I said, I said, I said this, and I said, one thing I know is that next year nobody's gonna say, I mean, next year, I can't say that oh, COVID delayed my ambitions. Because mm. COVID delayed the entire freaking world. Mm. Well, maybe not everyone to the same degree. Sure. Which my, my, my is life. People, like it's it's basically right? life, right? So yeah. my my excuse is like the base excuse. Mm. So my excuse is the base excuse. If I want to stand out, I have to act as if that excuse is normal. Yeah. Right. And then say, okay, how can I despite me having my scars, despite me, me, me being down, fine, recuperate. Yeah. But I'm recuperating. How am I trying to 
be times two of this person because the beast of this world that is trying to slow me down, I have to come above it. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that and that and that is what's happening. And the funny thing is, I'm sorry, I'm, I'll let you talk now, but yeah, the funny no thing is, people who spread those messages, they yeah, are they're moving very on. okay. <laughs> they're moving. <laughs> they're moving. They're freaking they are very okay. Bro, you right. just hit the nail on the head. Now, now some of you also links to mental health in the sense of I understand mental health is a big challenge. I understand that a lot of us yeah. do not take it seriously. And I I I'm in that camp, right? I've had my struggles with mental health as well. Mm. But I know that when I was down there below, right, and this is my own experience. So that's what I'm saying is you can sound you can sound harsh, fair, but this is my experience. Yeah. When I was down below, right, and I and, and as you said, you know what, I've had all these things. May I've had reasons to call the call myself a victim, and I've been a victim of, of such just things. But when I was down below, I said, you know what, I, to, as long as the sun rises, my guy, I have to wake up and get up mm. and keep going mm-hmm. because there there is no. There's there's no there's nothing to be like I, I saw my life as you know those movies where like there's like about to be like like an earthquake and then the yeah. superhero is jumping from stone to stone to stone and, and, and every stone he leaves his foot off of and goes into the ground. Yeah. That's how I felt my life was. Hmm. Like every stone I left the previous day is gone. Like not, not nothing to fall back on. Hmm. If I stopped. I'm sinking in that, in that, yeah, that earthquake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So even though I'm on that trip of I'm I'm having this fun, I know that I, I need to fix myself, but I know that man, I, I just keep waking up and keep pushing. Yeah. You know, I I sort of vibe with that. And which is why for me, I think you know, one part, one variable that I've had that sort of like helps me through moments like that, in my opinion, is sort of like my faith, basically, because like you said, there's just so many things that you're not in control of, you know, in this world that would hit you left and right. It's like one moment you're fine. And, you know, we spoke about this on the, on the fears of the men have episode in the sense that like sometimes when you're in a good season, it's hard to enjoy that moment because you're just very worried that something is going the to next, yeah. come up and just like, you know, knock you out of, of the park in that sense. But like you said, I think, my my problem my issue with a lot of this narrative of you know man 2020 has been tough and you know i survived so and again nobody's i'm finding how to put it to words because i i'm not trying to say that or because you didn't push harder or because you didn't do things then you know you failed yourself no that's not the thought the thing is just this mindset that saying it was just 2020 and it's fine to be you know just okay the thing about it is that like nothing is ever static and so if you carry that mindset my problem is the mindset basically if you carry it into the next year or the next season like i always say like things are not going to be easier in that sense. Like you're not going to catch a break per se. Let's look at football. Like, you know, you can hit, you you get, you you lose one match. You're like, okay, just one match. You lose two matches. You're like, oh, it's just two matches, three, four. And like, you, you just think that everything is working against you. Like you're scoring own goals. Everybody can tell I'm talking about Arsenal, right? <laughs> you're scoring own goals. You're doing all these things and nothing is just working out. But if you don't keep your head up and try to show up for games, basically, you're not going to get the opportunity for your keeper to save a penalty or for, you know, something to fall your way. And it's a very, it's a weird thing because at the mo- at the points where you feel, and it's how, it's how life has really worked at the points where you feel the most defeated is where you need to find at least one ounce of strength. Right. Because that might just be the thread that gets you out of stuff. So for me, like one ounce, bro, one yeah, ounce, one ounce of strength, basically. And so, you know, it's why sometimes they tell you to do a simple thing as, you know, wake up and, you know, take a shower and stuff like that. Like I'm not a mental health expert and, you know, I'm pretty sure there's 
you know, things that are clinically like that you have to clinically treat, not just use, you know, vibes and and good words and motivation, basically. But what I'm just saying is some for some people that I I have like they they've not come out to say they're this way or they're that way, but they're just clicking into this narrative of, oh yeah, it's been 2020. Um, I'm just generally worried. And for me, I've just been like, you know what? It's like 2020 had its twists and turns, but I um one I'm grateful for the opportunities that I've had that I've been able to take advantage of. I know privilege can come into place as well. But I think you know, if you refuse to acknowledge your privilege and be grateful for some things, those things will be taken away from you one way or the other, right? And so that's just my worry about the general narrative, basically. But I don't know if you have any thoughts to say on this. Uh, yeah, I I agree that we've been lucky on some things. Yeah. Um, I, I, know, I know things I'm lucky about, and I'm grateful for that. Mm. And I think I said that the first episode we did of Tony's Combos as well. Yeah. Um, but one other thing, Reason to what you said that I think is happening is I think there's something going on where our definition of safe has changed. Mm, tell me more. Right. So what I mean by that is if I put safety on a scale, right? And I know people who are listening can't see my fingers, but I'm just trying to explain this. I've got one finger maybe here, my left finger up, right finger up, right? Safety is on that scale. That's the scale of safety. If let's say in 1945, or 1930, even 1980, they're about, right? If being unsafe, right, was, let's say, number nine. Sorry, if being unsafe, yeah, was number nine on the scale, yeah, right? That feeling will come maybe when you are in a war-torn zone, you are in a violent street attack kind of zone, you are in an area that has legit plague, like Ebola, for example, Mm -hmm. Mm. You're in an, you're in some form of unsafe zone where yeah. any slight mishap, your life is gone. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Right. Now, if you're in that kind of space, yeah, where that say unsafety is nine. Mm. If you come down to let's say the last three years, last three, four, five years, mm. that person, that safety zone, things like let's say, um, maybe you're walking down the streets and then there's a I don't know. There is a, there's there's a police police trucks or whatever. Mm. There, there's protests on the road. There are you know vote voter fights whatever. Yeah. That safety that person experiences nine in as a nine in 1945 or 1980. Mm. In this new context would be a four. Yeah. Right yes. now for the people who are now around from 1990s to date and 1980s to date, mm. that version of safety is that sorry that version of being that version of being unsafe is those protests or those fights or those whatever uh, is now their own nine yeah basically mm-hmm. right and that is why from their own nine things like covid again this is my sound controversial but fair that's me Something like covid will then move up to a seven or an eight or an mm-hmm. eight on their mm-hmm. scale mm-hmm. Right. Whereas you take you take a man from Congo or Sierra Leone, right, and mm. say, bro, what is your scale of COVID? He'll put a damn three or two. Why? Because he's seen proper real life yeah. threats. Yeah. Blood threats in terms of gen- um genocide, genocide, but also diseases that will kill you the next damn day. You catch it. Like mm. murder you. Mm. Right. <laughs> and I feel like that that idea. Oh, that's this is my theory 
yeah. not a theory, but my my thinking. For like because how because our safety has changed, we kind of I won't say soft, but we kind of we are almost forgetting what more dangers exist in the world outside of this. Yeah, outside of this. Yeah, and it's, it also reflects how much how much society is better today. Yeah, that the worst well, thing that can make us feel bad. I know. Is, I know. Is bro, this? Bro, let me let me chip in here. You know what I also think is happening is the fact that people are downright refusing to be educated about things, right? And that's the, that's what a lot of this generation is, is, is thriving on in that sense, in the sense that you catch you catch one revelation or you catch one insight. And as opposed to digging deeper, you just run with it because you're like, bro, this thing is happening, right? And I feel a lot of people in December are running on information about this pandemic and whatever is happening that happened. Like they're running on April, May, June kind of information, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm not saying that yeah. information is wrong, but like you were telling me, um, you know, about the whole ventilator thing and stuff like that, right? Honestly, that was the first I was hearing about it, right? And yeah. I will not lie, I fall into this trap as well, where you feel that the very feral things you're hearing about stuff is enough to make an informed decision about things. Either like there's no point trying to dig deeper because it doesn't affect you that much, or you just don't have access to more knowledge in that sense. But my problem is that people are walking around with half-baked information and you know hearsay and stuff like that, and they're running with it like it is the law. You understand? Mm-hmm. I feel that this is not just with COVID. It's with everything, right? And everything. Why, yeah. And which is why I'm just worried that a lot of us don't tend to search out things, right? Things before we make big decisions. You understand, right? People are yeah. running on pure vibes, basically. Like everybody is just functioning on vibes. And it's very worrying because like life will just happen, basically. basically. Is, there's a reason why your iPhone your windows your applications require you to update them mm. for bugs or right we don't update our os as human beings enough mm. right mm. you mentioned that covid thing of march bro yeah. i'm telling you right in march right i was freaking out mm. right? i was i was saying oh my days this is the plague <laughs> right yeah this is the plague i was freaking out in march mm. in march in april it, I, I think march or april or I had a sneeze meter, right? On my yeah. on my door where I put every time I sneezed, I'll mark it down just because I went to I was like, this is this is <laughs> but guess what happened? I started reading. Hmm. Right? I started reading. Okay, what are the facts? What, what are the things that are black and white? Science yeah. this is science, right? Science, science is not subjective, science is hmm. hardcore fact. Bam, bam, bam. Started reading. I saw I, I, and I saw the statistics, right? About people who are risky, who are at risk, hmm. what the actual dangers are, how you, how yeah. you get it. Mm-hmm. What what is synonymous with compared to other diseases? Mm. All those things. Yeah, I realized that okay, bro, this is not the plague. Mm. This is not the plague. But actually, maybe I've been too. Um, yeah, based on the maybe I've been maybe having oversight. I've been too confident, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. see how the world is going. And I'm going to June, July, right? Mm. I realized that actually this is still not the plague because <laughs> as people who I know in my life. Right, and mm. and and I'm not saying that people haven't died, but people who I know in my life, mm. if it's actually the plague, as the plague should be, as Ebola was, mm. in, in terms of how deadly it is, yeah, I would have seen visible evidence mm. in my social capital network. Yeah, yeah. 
right? People have, don't get me wrong, people have for sure. seen it already, for sure. for sure. But I'm saying, if it was as the plague that it was meant to be, I said, okay, fair enough. Well, it's not the plague. But let's keep doing what, let's keep updating our OS. Mm. And the times where, you know, there, there were those conspiracy theories about, oh, 5G, COVID-19. I was like, come on, that doesn't make sense. Mm. But I said, you know what? Let, let me give him a chance. Yeah. I did research. I just said, I like, yeah, this doesn't make sense, <laughs> to be honest. It doesn't, there's yeah. no evidence that can. Yeah. But the point is, I was updating my OS. Yeah. And we don't do that. And you we said don't. it right. You said people have that same fear that it had in March, mm. that they still have it now. Yeah. Now, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. There could be a couple of reasons. Could be that the fear you have is because of who you are as a human being. You're naturally that kind of person. Yeah, maybe you're high. Maybe your personality type is high in, in neuroticism, possibly. Mm. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. It could be that the fear helps your life mm, in one way or the other. It benefits you. Mm. Well, I don't know. I don't know how, but it benefits you. Yeah. It could also be that you have experienced the thing itself, right? And it's been a bad experience for you. Mm. And perfect, perfect, makes sense. Again, another reason. Mm. Many reasons for it. But it is not the plague. That is my key point. Mm. And if it's not the plague, if we react like it's the plague, mm. we are taking our own safety zone to level eight when it should be at level three. Mm. And then what happens if you actually get to a real level eight in the future? Yeah. What do we do? Bro, you know, what you've just said now is what I was telling you a couple of days ago is that I feel that this thing, based on the fact that it also came in an election year in most places, it was very quickly politicized. And the issue with politicizing things is that nobody's looking for middle ground. Everybody's playing extremes from masks, you don't need to wear them to, oh, you definitely need to wear masks everywhere to, or you can six of you can gather together to oh no you guys need to stay home like different like this has i feel like this has definitely turned up a lot of data that has been or not just a lot of nuances that were always hidden covid has sort of like blown it up and you've just seen how people treat things basically where one country after their first case maybe gets up to 500 or 1000 cases they can then say that oh we're covid free in the sense like no recorded new cases and that person is just you know turning the cases like something else you understand and one thing that's been weird for me it's how the intensity and the drive and i hate that word obviously well, i don't i don't hate that we're talking about covid because really that's what 2020 has really been in that sense but i just feel like the narrative has just shifted so much from country to country like it started from you know china 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 and then it moved to italy right you know italy was really like getting the brunt of it and then what what, what italy was was just the poster boy but continue exactly you understand and then moved to the u.s um and then now i think it's sitting very nicely with the uk now <laughs> in, in that sense and it's just like again it's really world powers like again underneath all of this because i've had personal friends family that i've had lost someone actually have had to battle with you know covid itself and stuff like that and funny enough what then happens where particularly if the person because like, again i know some people have pre-existing conditions they have it worse than others the symptoms can you know get you down and stuff like that but i think what also happened after june july particularly if you knew people that had it is that once they recovered from it you know thankfully and you know you know by the grace of god and things like that you start to feel like okay like like you said it's not 
this do or die affair. It's dangerous. It could definitely knock a couple of people out, but you know, let's chill, reassess oh. and yeah. Yeah. So it's got you off in 2018 summer. Yeah. Right. And, and I can never I can never forget this. I had a terrible flu. Mm. I thought I was gonna die. I'm mm. not trying to be dramatic. Mm. Right. I'm not I'm not being dramatic. I thought I was gonna die. Like I I was when I was asleep, it was so bad that I was I was hallucinating. I, I was seeing ghosts, <laughs> right, once or twice in my sleep. Right. And like you know, when I was a kid. First of all, I just thought, okay, it's the flu because because I've had the flu before, so I know what the flu is. Yeah. But every day I went, every day that I went through that experience, I thought this would be the worst day. Mm-hmm. So I didn't bother going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I think that's it for like a week, a week, a, a strong week of like heavy fever and, and whatever. Yeah. And I thought, mate, I if I survive this, like God, thank you very much. You know, like I took all, I took I took anti-malaria medicine anti, anti, anti-malaria medicine for, for for flu because i was just clueless yeah yeah right and i was like 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 when i recovered i was like oh oof. Mm. that was one that was one heck of a flu mm. right like oof. <laughs> right and that was because a part of me knew what it was i could define it mm. right i knew that this is it like nothing novel i just i just flew my guy and i just flew right yeah if that was COVID that happened to me, no, okay, okay, let's say that happened to me now and I yeah. had COVID and it was COVID. And let's say I didn't have that experience before. Mm. Yeah, I would say, yo, man, flipping now, COVID, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID, man. Yeah. Right, COVID would, would kill you. <laughs> and again, 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 thing is, I'll be right. Valid, it's valid. Because it's that's my experience. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's and, my experience. And so that's that's the thing, right? I feel like again, because Twitter is one very interesting place because I've one one year I wanted to do this thing where let me just find I was gonna log, I think I don't know if I told you I was gonna log the things that trend each day or the tweets that make the most impact on each day and what topics they're centered around to try uh, and that'll be cool. Yeah, to try and predict or just even see if there's any sort of like cycle in when things come up. But it's just one of the things that gain traction, right? And some of them in their heart of hearts are right intentions, good intentions, great intentions. But just like with, you know, the, the church and things like that, fear is a very powerful tool. And not, not even the church, the world generally. Fear is very powerful and it's always been used to drive. Like when you can't sit people down to use logic, fear is your next point of call, right? And I feel like the problem with using fear is that once the person gets to that point where they're unafraid, either because they've seen the fear face to face and lived or whatnot, they don't try to seek to update their knowledge for their own. It's just that, you know, this fear is whatever it is, I'll be fine. And like, I've had to sit, like sit down with my mom, my grandma, just talking to people. I'm like, you know what? Like, guys, 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 we know you don't know anybody that has it. We know A, B, C, D, blah, 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 but calm down. Let me give you the facts that I know and why it still makes sense for you to be careful, right? I'm not saying, you know, lock yourself in and whatever, but just be careful, right? Because if you're... how I used to explain to people that get very religious is like, even Paul says, you know, if this fruit, you don't think anything of it, but it's going to make your brother fall, don't eat it. And that's yeah. what I've been using to explain to all the religious people that in my circles as adults. I'm like, look, if your faith is strong enough and for whatever reason you feel like you're fine, blah, 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 that's good. But what about the person that won't be fine because of this yeah. thing you're doing, right? And so if love is really what we're supposed to be sharing as this faith that we profess, right? Bro, sit down, wear your mask. Don't go out if you don't have to. Very simple. I'm not using fear. I'm just saying, like, bro, yeah. So absolutely. 
yeah um i i want us to like leave this this covid thing just because like honestly i'm a bit tired of talking about it not because it doesn't is it isn't still there but like i've been tired like, <laughs> i've been tired too many times but then yeah. something else comes up i'm like come yeah. on like yeah you know I, I think this is what actually makes me tick is that i feel like i feel like in about two years three years mm. we'll all look back and say damn we're really <laughs> stupid hopefully 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 that's and honestly that'll be a very painful realization Hmm. because there's so much damage has been done to people's lives yeah because of this yeah right damage has done and i was talking to my friends today um on on zoom earlier and i was saying like can somebody tell me the number of people that locked down has killed you don't know Hmm. because they're not recording that right it's basically there's no math for that right so and that is what makes us feel, feel like it is lockdown is okay. Which again, I'm, I'm not arguing that it's okay or not. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm just saying because we don't have that number. Yeah. Right. We're not thinking about it. Yeah. The same way we don't have the number of people who die of cancer, flu, influenza, um, every disease, every December given to us in the news. We don't have that number every year. Mm. We don't think about it. Obesity, people die of obesity every day. Mm. We don't think yeah. about those numbers every day. Yeah, we eat like. <laughs> jackasses <laughs> but the point is yeah. like it's not up to you to know that what, what, even just beyond covid like what are the things that i'm not even doing properly mm, mm. right mm. if anything code has shown you that there's things you should do properly without <laughs> without what you have to be told in the morning by the, by the news yeah yeah basically and you say well what am i not doing right that i can fix that i don't have to be i'd have to say number statistic to make me realize that oh got to wake and up it's going up yeah okay cool cool one um so sh- switching gears a bit um i like to ask this question only because oh i it's weird you know anything that has the superlative biggest best favorite blah 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 i feel those are very flawed questions but i'm still go- i'm still gonna ask it anyway basically but sorry know- sorry sorry before you ask just let me conclude about one thing about this lockdown thing yeah yeah go and on. i just want to say one thing i say i also don't think that when we have this kind of discussion about lockdown, COVID, etc., if someone does not agree with you, I think it's very unfair to label them as somebody who wants, who wants to put dead. Mm. I think this is the most inhumane thing we can do to our, our friends and our brothers and sisters. Mm. If your friend thinks, lock everybody down, don't, I, 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 and you don't think that, don't call them people who don't care about businesses. It's, just, it's, about, it's about explaining stuff. And if your friend thinks, you should lock, you should not lock everybody down. Don't think they want to kill everybody. It's about, mm. it's about everybody has their priorities for mm. things that they do. Mm. Right. And, and everybody has things that, you know, that make them say things that they say. Yeah. But if you can't talk about it together and find each other's mid, mid, middle grounds, then mm. it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Um, great. So, so what I was going to ask um, basically was, your biggest takeaway from 2020 personally for you, like, again, like I said, um, when it comes to superlatives, I'm a bit on the fence about putting them in questions, but you know, just top of mind for you, what's been that, you know, big takeaway that you feel could define. Government doesn't care about you. (laughs) Why do you say so? Let's expand on that a bit. The government doesn't care about you, about me. The government doesn't care. Hmm. Government everywhere in the world. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying just US, UK, Nigeria. Yeah. Everywhere in the world. Hmm. The government cares about us. Mate, that's 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 what I've learned this year that I'm like, you know what? 
I'm not going to get into any debate about politics mm. or government. Pretty much, hopefully, it's like die. <laughs> because they don't care. Mm. Until, until something changes, fair enough. Mm. They're all the same people who... They have, see, if they, if they cared about us, right? Mm. Let me just give you a, a simple thing. Let's look at Nigeria. We know, look, Nigeria is even too, too easy of a case study. Too easy of a case study, right? <laughs> yeah, let's look at Nigeria. Yeah, let's look, use the US. Let's use the US. Look at the US. Yeah. Right. Yeah. COVID was made so political. Mm-hmm. Right. So political. So political. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so political <laughs> that that it got to a point where even even their um their director of medicine or the head of medicine was the Fauci guy yeah. lied about masks. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a point where because because the guy had a lot of inconsistent quotes. Right. Yeah. And that's because of politics. Basically. Right. And mm-hmm. that shows that if you're willing to lie for politics, you don't care about people's lives. You don't truly care. The same same way with the voting, right? Mm. Same way with the protests, same way yeah. with, with Trump's antics. They don't care. Yeah. Right. If they care about lives, you do have done more to save businesses. I'm sorry. Even even though, even though we could have done lockdown well. And done better with businesses that I've I've run for ten years, one man business I've run for ten years, and that they're, they're now crashed for 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 good. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. They don't care. Hmm. Governments over here, again, they've told us different stories over time, <laughs> inconsistency. Yeah, really. They don't care. And if if you're not honest in a case that has to do with life and death, then where will you now be? Or or rather, health. Hmm. No, they don't care about you. Yeah. That's my stance. Yeah. That's one thing I've learned. Fair. Honestly, I've always and and, and actually, God knows whether I vote anywhere again. <laughs> okay. Because okay, that's... because why why because though? because the way except the world changes, right? Mm-hmm. The way everything is so polarized, where you can't even talk about something scientific without sounding like like on left or right or right. you're like on yeah. it. It is it is flipping weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is flipping weird where. <laughs> You talk to somebody for one hour and someone can tell you what party you're going to vote for. Mm, just based on the things. It's, it is so, it's, it's too weird. It's interesting. Like, I think discourse and conversations have taken such a very, like, hard line in everything. And honestly, I won't say just everything. I honestly think it's this influence of, of the West and the US, you know, because everything there seems to find its way across different places. And so... That's always like a thing, but honestly, we can talk about this and not stop. So I'm just gonna, you know, put yeah. a cap in it at that point in time. For me, though, I think moving away from COVID and the world and whatnot in that sense, what takeaway I've I've taken from this year really is, I'd say consistency. Um, and mm. my friends, my my friends know that generally, I. I'm a very, like, I tend to be a consistent person, right? And so for me to now still say consistency, it's just because this year has just shown me a different level to it that, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but just being able to do the small things over and over again, or even when you don't feel like it, it's like, it sounds like age old truth, but I don't know, it just hit me different this year, but it's clear because obviously we had time to we had all this time on our hands, basically. And so, like, you didn't have to go anywhere. Do you know how much time is lost in commute or going from place to place? And then take all of that, remove works as well, and just, like, be in one place. And so I think I had all this time to just do stuff. And the first week, definitely, and first couple of weeks, 
you know, people were doing challenges here and there. Like it was a whole world. Like everybody just had this time to do stuff. But I think once things started getting back into play, one thing that really helped us to fall back into routines and consistency. And honestly, I think anything you're deliberate about and then consistent with, like it's going to grow into something that could give you other returns that you couldn't have even anticipated. But for me, I just think like if we're talking about big things that I've learned this year again, it's definitely just the power of being consistent. And it sounds very boring, but I don't know. I just feel no, it's not. It's, it's not boring, bro. Like it is not boring. I think I think it's a uh, it's a it's like you said it's an age old truth, hmm. and it's, it's something to discover through through theory or through pilot tests or experimentation. Yeah, as something to discover as part of your lifestyle. Mm. And I think when it's part of your lifestyle, that's like the most profound discovery you can have. Yeah. So, and that way you then, when you talk about the concept, you're talking about it with actual belief. Person- yeah, yeah. Right. Not like, like actual belief, yeah. not just like as part as part to perspire kind of belief. <laughs> yeah. But like, but like actual belief. So it's definitely not, it's definitely key, keep on your race there because um, even me and my, typical laziness like there's things that i'm concerned about that just tiny things that i can see the rewards for mm. you know and i mean not and not to your level because because i know what you're referring to mm. um but but yeah i don't think it's a boring thing i think that's very very powerful yeah 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 fair, fair. okay so last thing that i'm going to ask uh, is sort of like looking ahead basically um and maybe I'm wondering how to shape this, not to make it too like personal in that sense, but maybe I'll just go ahead with it. But looking at 2021, right, based on all that you currently know and don't know, um, what's one thing you're telling yourself? And then one thing I think you tell with your immediate circle of friends, like, or what's just one thing that you probably feel like you'll be known for in 2021, just based on where you're sitting right now? Obviously things can change, but based on what you know right now, what will be 2021 or what person would you be in 2021? Um, Amor. <laughs> let me start. Let me answer the easy question you asked first. Um, yeah. one, one thing I'm telling my friends is that 2021 is a continuation. Mm. I don't say as a new start. Mm. Um, it's a new start by date first, but it's a continuation. Yeah, it's a, it's a continuation of of who you are already today, mm. right? And 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 that today can be the first of January. Fair enough. You can yeah. be the you can be first of January first. So you can be the first of December or first of January. Fair enough. But it's a continuation, mm. and. Like I said at the start, I don't think I want to wait for a new year to do something if I can do it now. Mm. But also, I also don't want to put my milestones, connect them to ages anymore. So I don't want to say, but when I'm 30, I should mm. I should have this. Mm. I don't want to think of 30 as as the as the season where I must have certain things. Mm. Right. I know now I know that kind of sounds like people will say, oh, yeah, mm. that don't 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 get don't stress about this, that money, mm. marriage, whatever, whatever. Now that's not my vibe. I just mean a lot can change in one day. Your life can change in one day. Mm. Mm. And and that one day can be tomorrow, it can be next year. Life has changed for good. Mm. Right. And and you would not know. It could be one week, it could be one month, it could be one year. Mm. But if your life can change in one one day, then why worry about some more time that you have left to fulfill. Yeah. What changes you bring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and 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 also like as long as there's as long as you're waking up in the morning, there's hope. Right. Like like, like I said at the start, like as long as you're you're, you're jumping those breaking stones of the of the earthquake, hmm. you are as long as you're still mm-hmm. moving in the air and jumping, yes, there's hope, man. So that could be as simple things as 
um, I don't know, whatever it is you want to achieve in your life or, or big, big, big micro things like health, family, whatever, affairs. But um, that's something I'll tell my friends. Um, you said, what do I think 2021 looked like for me? Yeah, not in terms of activities, but just you as a person, right? It's like what, I don't know, what, what would you, what you think you'd be known for or what do you want to be known for? Not in that, like, let me give an example, right? So maybe for 2020, you were the guy that, you know, maybe took boxing seriously or you're the guy that did X, Y, Z or whatnot. But like, you know, is there any vibe that you're hoping you can create for yourself in 2021? I think, that's a hard question, I won't lie. Yeah. I think one thing that I just want to maintain is honesty and truth mm. to myself and to everyone around me. Mm. Um, and that means me saying things for what I truly believe to be the truth yeah. and having integrity to stick with it. I think, I, th- I think, I think I'm too young to realize that that is becoming a scarce resource in the world. Mm. And it bothers me that I'm, re- I'm realizing that at this young age, mm. because I should be seeing that as a common resource, not a scarce resource. Mm. So I want to keep that going. Obviously next year I'll, I'll finish my program. So, you know, I'll be onto new things as well mm. and we'll see how that goes um i'm very open to whatever life throws at me i've learned i've learned a lesson a while back saying you know i don't want to say i can't be this i can't be that mm. right i have plans obviously to go into research and academia and stuff but i could end up in industry i could end up an entrepreneur like who the hell knows like nobody <laughs> knows yeah yeah nobody knows right um but whatever i do like i just want to maintain excellence and keep getting better Mm. right i don't want to make the same mistakes twice um what i hear is regrets right and which is why i said that i hope that we don't regret look back this year and say we're stupid Mm. this year with the covid thing um so i'm just hoping that next year is a year where i I don't make sense i made this year not making them making them again i want to find new mistakes find new flaws find new things i'm terrible at to fix find new things i can improve at find 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 new enemies (laughs) as well um you know yeah, it's good to have. I don't want to have. If I if I have, this, if I have the same enemies, then it means I'm I'm still in the same place. Mm-hmm. You know, fair, fair. I have new enemies. New get to new positions where people see you and like, okay, yeah, who's that? Who the hell is this guy? You know, affairs have arrived. You know, yeah, people yeah. who people who did not like you before, you move about, you move beyond them. I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not competition, but just that kind of vibe. Every day, um, stuff is happening. Of growth. Yeah. Um, I um, I also want this podcast to be bigger than it is now as well. Mm. um again and again i just 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 want to better bro yeah better everything but one thing one thing that i think i'll end by saying is and i think i probably said this last year too but (laughs) god is god is to help me man um i want to and i want to be a better family member Mm. i don't think i'm a good family member i will not give myself an award Mm. for family member of the year (laughs) or or or, or even as a family member of the year so i want to be a better family member yeah, it's not just my nuclear family, but also my extended family as well. Mm. Yeah, that is, bro. Okay, man. Um, funny enough, I've not thought about my answers, but um, I think one thing that you said, <laughs> one thing that you said though that I definitely agree with, which I said at the start as well about seasons, is that 2021 is pretty much a continuation of who you are today. Particularly if your se- if the season isn't really changing for you in that sense. And so for me, um, 
I think definitely I'm looking at 2021 as again, it's just another day. It's like another 24 hours that changes. And yes, I need to write a different date on the calendar, but I think my season already started like my new season, the new season I think I'm in already started in September for me. So it's just, it's really just a consideration at that point in time. Um, but in terms of what I want, I guess what I feel I want to be known for, um, I, I really don't know. Cause right now I think I'm known as this person that I guess is consistent, but maybe I want to work on my ambition next year. Um, in the sense that I feel like I always approach things from the point of view of as long as I'm happy with what it's like, and as long as it brings me some kind of happiness, I'm fine with it. And that's good. I think, but I'm also worried that sometimes I'm selling myself short on some things because, Mm. um, yeah, because I feel like there's some things that maybe they could be bigger, but because I'm still treating it as just that thing, it's going to be nice. And obviously, you know, if your goal is to be better than everyone else, then you'll find people that are better than all the time. Right. And so it's very easy to be stuck in that place. But like, if you're not, like you said, if you're not improving, I feel that I've, this year, I definitely, I think I improved with the kind of things that I've started to do. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't something that I did deliberately. It was things that found me like the podcast or, you know, even the, the, the company I started and stuff like that. So I think I'm trying to be a bit more deliberate, but I think that's the funny thing about deliberation is that I think the risk then feels a bit more because you're like, you actually said you wanted this, right. And, you know, just managing all of that expectation is, is one thing. And also like, um, growing in my faith as well. This year has been quite interesting because of like, you know, church going down and stuff like that. I think it's forced a lot of people to grow personally. Some people have taken that opportunity and done well with it. Others, you know, are still growing. Um, I'm not really sure what class I belong to, but I think I've enjoyed my walk um, this year. And I'm looking forward to, you know, being more like leaning into that a bit more. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Let's just say leaning into that side of me a bit more in that sense. But yeah. That's kind of like it. I feel like we've ended up. I think. Up very, I, think I think. One, I think one thing you should add to that is. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like I said, ambition. Because I, I think. I think you should. I think that's a good point. I genuinely think it's possible that that you sell yourself short, and I say that because you try to be humble sometimes when when you should never be humble. Hmm. I'm not saying you should be proud, but sometimes you know you have to show that you're a brilliant guy, which you are. So you know that is that is being yourself in the world, and those who always win are people who, who are more confident than their actual abilities mm. in most cases mm. right and then and then they rise up to that confidence um so if you already have that you got to push for it but one thing i want to add is um i think you should also evaluate your your idea of relationships <laughs> and, and, I, and how you see that and i say that and i say that because because i know i i, I know i know I, i've heard a number of things that you said over the last six months on the podcast mm. that that is giving me like it's like a jigsaw it's a jigsaw puzzle that is just mm. giving me dots 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 mm. and i'm saying yo nah this guy like you got to dig deep in that area and yeah. and it's it's possible that it's a thing of growth as well it's possible that it's a thing of um the wrong switch mm. Mm. um but i think that's something that, that i should have deliberate efforts not not don't my point is don't wait for coincidence yeah. and don't be passive yeah you know attack it like you're looking for a problem that is yet to be solved so think of it as blockchain where (laughs) where there's where where there's an it's a a known solution for an unknown problem Hmm. right so in that in that in that kind of vibe 
funny enough, right? It's funny that you bring that up, and you know, we're very wrap up on this notes. But when I was reviewing my my notes in 2019, um, I I mentioned something about that in the sense that um, I need to be more deliberate about relationships, basically. Um, and in 2019, I think I said in 2020 this year. I think I was, but in a different kind of way, right? I think I was more deliberate about what I'm sure I definitely don't want, right? Before I would like massage people's feelings and stuff like that. Uh, But I think this year I was very, I think I hurt a lot of people as well, which is quite interesting. But anyways, um, I think I was more deliberate about what I didn't want. Um, And I was just trying to define, okay, what is it that I want? And then go for it. Like you said, be more deliberate about things. But yeah, being more deliberate about certain things. Like I'm deliberate about a couple of things, but in relationships, it's been very interesting. Um, But yeah. I think you also learn, and I think you also find out more by in practice. Yeah, but like, Bro, like like, so like you can draw out you can draw out what you think hmm. because because there's also something that happens with human beings like we're not we're not equations where you do x plus y equals z sure right sure. because if i meet you hmm. right so if i do what a plus two b equals z hmm. right and i meet somebody else let's say frank what a plus frank equals should equal z yeah if, even if frank is the exact same person as you it can be z1 hmm. Or ZX. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's because every person you ex like you express yourself through other people. Mm. And that means that the person you experienced with me, even though even you're the same person, there's a different side of you that comes out with somebody else. Yeah. But you can't find that out until you experience it with other people in practice, is my point. I know, I know. And I think this is where we always have like not opposing views, but just like a balance to things. Because I also feel that a lot of people open themselves up to too many unnecessary connections right in the sense that like yeah of course of course exactly so i think what i've done is i've sort of like taken it to the extreme by being overly guarded in certain areas but obviously there's i think i wrote it i wrote this down in my 2020 like plans in the sense that like sure have your principles and have all these things that you know you look out for but that shouldn't stop you from you know experiencing certain you know types of relationships in that sense but again i'm sure Season four, by the time we get to it, we'll probably have different <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably have different topics about it. But one one thing I've liked this year, and I, and I think we'll wrap up on this is as much as this, we run this podcast to get people to listen and stuff like that. I think like we've mentioned a couple of times, it's almost like a journaling experience for us where, you know, we're also growing through that experience and things. Like that. And I love that. Like I can't wait, like I said, for two or three years and just plugging an episode in and just listening to my thoughts about certain things, which is why we pick the topics we pick because there are things I want to hear what I'm going to be thinking about in future. Right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's great that we've also had different voices come on as well. Uh, So that's just me and you bouncing off each other in that. But yeah. And again, like, like, like bear in mind that I've said, I've said, I've said some very, very stupid things on the podcast. to be honest. (laughs) So you get to see, um, how less stupid I've, I've gotten in yeah. the future because yeah. I remember episode one when I said I think I think actually on our Instagram that I said about history history yeah it's yeah. Not yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that was a very stupid statement to make <laughs> um, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense mm, mm. Um, but yeah that's part of yeah. you know, looking back and seeing how you think anyways um, Merry Christmas everyone um, Merry Christmas, people. Have a great, uh, happy New Year's Eve and happy New Year. Um, it's going to be a good year, 2021. Yep. Positive, positive vibes. Um, again, it requires us to work, but together we can, you know, hack the year as, as we hack 2020. 
um, you know, if, if 2020 is a virus, then we have to upgrade our OS. I'm keeping <laughs> that together. Yes, sir. You know, yes. And, and next year, enter a new zone. Yep, yep. All right. All right, man. Safe, bro. Yep. Safe in a bit. Yes, people. Hi again. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of 20s Convos. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe, smash like and follow buttons. And you can also share with a friend that you think might enjoy it. We release new episodes every Monday. But in the meantime, you can also keep the conversation going. And keep in touch with us through our Instagram at 20s Convos. And that is Instagram at 20s Convos. And we post polls, videos and quotes of all our content all week. Remember again, it's at 20s Convos. Till next time. Have a good one, guys. Look after yourselves. Take care and peace.